It's time to relax, grab a drink, pull up a chair by the hearth, and have a seat in the Skald Circle to listen to the tale of What Witches Tell from Lethia, as told by Casimir. Before we begin our story, we wanted to remind you that we release new tales for free every week. Our shorter tales release on Wednesdays, and our longer chapter stories release on every other Saturday. Find out where you can hear them on our website at thescaldcircle.com. And be certain to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. That way, you'll never miss out on one of our enchanting tales from around the world. And this is the tale of What Witches Tell from Lentia. In a land where on midsummer night the St. John's fires blaze up, and the girls dance at the flowers' feast, adorned with garlands of wheat ears and blue cornflowers. In that land, I say, witches fly about in the midnight hour. There were once two brothers who wished to go out into the world to try their luck. They thrust the blades of their knives into the trunk of a mighty fir tree and made this compact. Whichever one of them should return first, he was to take a look at the blade of the other's knife. If it's bright, then his brother is alive. They separated, and each went his own way. The younger lad wandered through many strange lands, without gaining anything, and returned sadly to his home. When he reached the fir tree, he saw that the knife blade of his brother was bright. So his brother was alive. Because darkness was drawing near, the lad decided to pass the night under the fir. It was St. John's night, after he had slept a few hours, about midnight, a rustling and the clattering woke him. He looked up and saw a flock of magpies, noisily settling at the top of the fir tree. For a while he listened to their chatter, till it seemed to him that he could gradually understand what they were saying. Do you know any news, sister? said the first magpie. Not far from here, towards the west, there stands a great and beautiful city. It has an abundance of everything, lacks only water. This lack can be easily supplied. Upon the plain near the city stands a huge linden. If anyone digs at its foot, a whole stream of water will gush up. Yes, yes, but have you heard any of my news? said the second magpie. Not far from that city to the east is a high mountain, in which there are treasures of all kinds. No one knows how to win his way into the mountain, yet it is so easy. One needs only wait on the morning of St. George's Day to plow three furrows around the mountain, and it will open. Then all its treasures will belong to the plowman. And so on, till each magpie had told her news. Then the birds grew restless, flapped their wings, and flew away. The lad under the tree perceived that they were no ordinary magpies, but witches who on St. John's night flew about and tell each other of the news. They began to dawn, and the lad was up and away to find the city described by the witch. It was not long before he found himself in the beautiful streets. He stepped into a house and asked for a drink of water. You are certainly a stranger, was the answer given to him. If you do not know our need, we have an abundance of everything, only water is lacking. So we suffer a burning thirst. The lad then betook himself to the marketplace and asked the people, What will you give me if I produce water for you? The councilman offered him a great reward and followed the lad to the huge linden tree outside the city. At its foot, he made a deep pit. Instantly, 
a powerful jet of water shot upward and began to roar loudly. Then a stream of fresh, clear water gushed through the city into it, destroying walls and houses. Workmen soon checked the fury of the released water and made the channel for it. The greatest joy reigned among the people, and the lad was given honours and money. The lad remained for some time in the city enjoying himself, but he still thought about what the second witch had said. Taking a horse and plough, he set out to seek the mountain. Soon he reached it, and on the morning of St. George's Day he ploughed three furrows around it. Immediately the mountain opened and displayed the countless rich treasure, silver, gold, precious stones in heaps and piles. Now the poor lad was richer than the richest man on earth and could lead a real carefree life. One day, when he was driving for pleasure along the highway in his magnificent coach drawn by six band of horses, he met a poor wanderer leading along a colt. This wanderer was the elder brother, who had gained nothing in foreign parts except his colt. The rich one, when he recognized his brother, had the colt stopped and asked, How do you come here? What has happened to you? What have you gained? The poor man looked sorrowfully at the colt and said, This is all that I have gained in foreign parts. Then the rich one related to him that after he himself had wandered about for nearly a year as a poor as a mouse, the witches in the fur top had told each other news. Things had gone well with him ever since. The elder brother listened carefully and thought to himself, If this one who is younger and stupider than I can win such luck, why cannot I, who am wiser and older, win much more? I shall certainly get much more treasure than he did. Then, in shame and rage, he slew the colt. After that, he went out of his way. On St. John's night, he came to the same fir tree and lay down under it as if to sleep. About midnight, as before, the flock of magpies came flying up, chattering and flapping their wings and settled in the treetop. Then the birds began to talk. Do you know, sister, said one, what news is this year? What we told a year ago about the water-poor city and the treasure-rich mountain, someone must have listened to. For a lad has given water to the city and taken its treasure from the mountain. We must be more careful. After this, we must look under the tree. Perhaps there is a listener here now. And with a frightful chattering, the whole flock of magpies flew down to the earth. And there they found the elder brother. And that was the end of him. And that is the tale of What Witches Tell from Latvia. Thank you for listening to our story. If you enjoyed it, we recommend taking a look at our Patreon page, as noted in the description below. You can earn great rewards while also supporting us, to keep these stories alive for generations to come. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your podcast app, and leave us a 5-star rating if you enjoyed this story. A special thank you to Cat for their support this month. Without your contribution, we wouldn't be able to continue these stories, and we truly appreciate it. Visit thescaldcircle.com to stay up to date with all of our current events, news, and much more. Not only that, but you can also visit our story archive of every tale we have ever told. It's sorted by origin and region for the convenience of your listening pleasure. Thank you for listening to our story. <laughs>